always so much more that we humans can do for the environment and to coexist with our mother earth and today we're going to learn all about the new tool to assess ocean extinction risks hello savvy earth savers today we're talking ecosystems and extinction risks Scientists from Simon Fraser University are part of an international team of researchers that have developed a new science-based indicator to assess the state of health of the oceans and the possible risk of extinction of their species. Recent biodiversity studies show an unprecedented loss of species, ecosystems and genetic diversity on land, but the extent to which these patterns are widespread in the oceans is not yet known, which we're all holding our breath for because let's be honest, it's probably not going to be great news. But in a new study published in the journal Science, researchers from Spain-based AZTI Technology Center in collaboration with Simon Fraser University and the International Seafood Sustainability Foundation have developed a global indicator that measures the state of marine biodiversity based on changes in extinction risk recorded over seven decades in oceanic predatory fish. So they looked at 52 populations of 18 different species of tuna, billfish and sharks. What does that mean? Well, the study reveals how, since the 1950s, the global extinction risk of oceanic predatory fish has continually worsened due to excessive fishing pressure. The results offered some hope after the global rebuilding of commercially important tuna and billfish species, yet they still reveal a problem in the management of sharks, which are captured incidentally by the same fisheries which also shows the urgency of implementing actions to prevent their increasing risk of extinction. The implementation of management measures in international fisheries organizations effectively reduced fishing mortality, recovering tunas and billfishes, yet the extinction risk in the undermanaged sharks continues to rise. So it's really encouraging to see that they've been able to halt the declines of tuna and billfishes but the decline of sharks is continuing. We need all of these predatory fish. They're very important for ecosystems to work. Now, if they don't do anything to mitigate overfishing and a lack of effective management, the loss of these species threatens the balance of ecosystems and risk of food security and jobs in both developed and developing countries. It affects all of us. We rely on these ecosystems, even if it doesn't seem that obvious. The study's authors believe it's possible to replicate the successes of tuna and billfish fisheries management for sharks. And they say that oceanic sharks urgently need better management and protection from overfishing by regulating trade, redefining priorities in international fisheries bodies, and setting clear biodiversity goals and targets. Now, implementing science-based catch limits and changing how and where gear is deployed can avoid and minimize the incidental catching of sharks, which was found in the study. So that means accidentally catching sharks when you're trying to do some quite good fishing is what's happening. Anyway, they're really hoping that they can regulate up to 90% of the global shark fin trade as well. So there's lots of progress on the horizon, but let's just be honest, sharks are not a bad thing. You might be terrified of them when you go swimming, but actually we want sharks, we need sharks. And this new tool for monitoring the health of marine ecosystems could go a long way to protecting them. Until next week, bye-bye.